was thinking for the uh, intro, we'll just do uh, Mastered MMA. Mastered <laughs> MMA. Du, du, du. Mastered MMA. Du, du, du. Mastered MMA. Yeah. And that'd be it. You should have just done that. <laughs> if I'm on it. Alright, welcome everyone to another episode of Mustard MMA. We've got a nice spicy one coming for you today, so strap yourselves in and get ready. It's gonna be it's gonna be a hot one. My name's Joe. Uh as always I'm joined by my co host Matthew. Matthew, how are you doing on this fine Tuesday evening? I'm sublime, how are you mate? Yeah, good all good. Actually. Little all dish good. there. I can see you. You're looking suave and sophisticated as per. How are you? That's it. Got a nice little jump run. I'm all good. I've uh, dressed for the occasion. Uh, really starting to enjoy these now. It's keep me going. Our little chats. Likewise, my friend. Likewise, I'm not so smartly dressed. I'm on my my joggers on my bed. Just chilling, Joe. Just like chilling. It. Like it. What you been up to? Not a lot, mate. Not a lot, mate. Trying to keep myself fit, but. Uh, I had a keen eye, very keen, keen as mustard, you might say, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on, uh, on on USC, USC 255 at the weekend, it was a good one, wasn't it, and the uh, bigged up the flyweights last week, and they come out and absolutely smashed it, so we've got a nice little flyweight loving coming for everyone in, in, in this episode, and uh, Deverson Figueredo, nightmare trying to spell his name, but he's an absolute little monster, isn't he, uh, flyweight, and he went out there and uh, made light work, really. Of the of the of the number one contender at the time, obviously shout out Perez for stepping in there, taking his opportunity. But what a man Davison is! Yeah, it's a strange one, wasn't it? In the whole build-up, it didn't feel like a pay-per-view, really, to me at all. Uh, there weren't a hell of a lot of promotion. Obviously, both fighters aren't particularly well known, even though there's two title fights on there. But when when you actually watch it, just for the fights rather than the personalities, Figueroa yeah. will deliver every time, and he's just an absolute wrecking ball. And I've I got to say, though, I was pretty disappointed purely because it looked like it was going to be a bit of a contest, didn't it? It did. It looked like Perez was holding his own, and he just yeah. got caught in that guillotine. looked like he was going to get out. Yeah, uh, but it was, it was close. so strong, figure eight. It was so early in the round. No sweat and all that game. And just dispatched him so quickly. Um, disappointing, obviously, because, like I say, it looked like it was going to be a contest. Perez, tremendous balls on that man. He stood toe-to-toe with... Uh, Davy boy, but D Fig keeps on trucking. <laughs> D Fig, yeah, man, it was good, and uh, the hot that it's uh, it's looking it is looking very nice there at flyweight. Now we've got um, a few contenders. Obviously, Garbrandt made a few notes here. We haven't even mentioned Garbrandt. He was obviously meant to be fighting. He's a very exciting addition there. If he can make the weight, we'll have to see how that goes. Uh, but you've got Askarov. Uh, he's just beat Pantoja. Or he's beaten him previously. He's in there at number three. You got the Pantoja rematch. Uh, that was, I think, uh, yeah, Figueroa won that one, but he's right in there. Uh, you got uh, the two flyweights that we saw fighting on the undercard, the prelims. You got Roy Val, a little injury for him. He might come back. Obviously, you've got a fight announced, Moreno. He's going to come in and take his shot. So if you look at that division there, you've got a real potential to bring that back. It was on it on its knees. At one point, according to lots of people, uh, Demetrius Johnson left. Cejudo came in. He didn't hang around for too long. Figueredo might be taking it to to another level here. 
You'd hope so. I mean, we alluded to it a bit last week, didn't we? And I think even on the broadcast, Annika said there's only so long, surely, he can make this weight class. They were saying how big he looked uh, on the night. But you'd hope he can at least stay for a few defences, get some more eyeballs on the flyaways, because we'll get to it a little bit later. I think we're going to see a lot more eyes on pay-per-view for the flyaways soon anyway. Um, and, a, and a main event like this and a performance like that from a dominant champion can only enhance the reputation of these little lads. <laughs> Definitely. And another another great performance from another probably even more dominant champion at flyaway over on the women's side, co-main event, Valentina Shevchenko. Up against Jennifer Meyer. Uh, she's got the decision win. Pretty comfortable, I'd say. Uh, Meyer gave it gave it a all, but it's a tough ask. You know, if I could be so bold, it's a tough ask with Meyer's skill set to try and think you're going to get one over on Shevchenko. Obviously, Shevchenko was doing her own bits with the wrestling and, and the grappling as well. So, yeah, I thought I thought that was a decent one. Um, not much going on there, but I think probably just throw Andrade in next. I think she's only had one fight, one fight at the weight, but she's in there ranked number one. Probably the best fight to make, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, it's getting difficult now, isn't it? it yeah, it's tough. You're getting into super fight territory. She she needs a rival, whatever way you skin it. Like all these dominant champions over the years, they've gone sort of coasted until until they get a rival come along that can match them. Or I don't know. It's just there's something about these fights. I mean, the way I was watching it, I was I was watching it throughout the day on Sunday. There's obviously a lot of football on, weren't there? So I was staggering my fights throughout the day. It was a beautiful Sunday, it was. <laughs> it got to like half ten. I thought I'll squeeze in. Um, I've just got to the last two fights here. I'll squeeze in Shevchenko and uh, the main event. First round started for a couple of minutes. I thought, this is going to be a long one. Isn't it? <laughs> this is going to be 25 minutes. I know what's happening here. I'll watch it in the morning, I think. And sure enough, it was a pretty routine 25-minute that I had to sit through. And it's not because it weren't any... Uh, technically good to watch or anything like that it's just you never really thought she was going to be in any danger and you kind of feel like she's sort of coasting now she's not knocking blocks off like she used to we saw it yeah. in the uh, I think it was the Carmooch fight as well it's just, she, I think she needs something a bit like Jones when he was at light heavyweight eking out decisions I don't think the fire's burning quite like it was to put on them uh, show-stopping performances, and I think that's what she needs. I think an Andrade, someone who's been a former champion before, and someone who's fought in a weight class above before. So I think uh, a fight like that would be perfect for Shevchenko. Yeah, yeah, it's fair enough. It's interesting, isn't it? I, you never know. Maybe once you get there and you've got a few wins, you start looking up records, like record defenses, and, and your mindset shifts, and you're thinking about defending your belt. I guess, I guess that could happen, but. One uh, one we were looking forward to, and, and and he delivered big. Paul Craig, up in the up in the north from Scotland, big win for him this one against Shogun Hua. He's in the rankings now. Paul Craig, top fifteen. I mean, you look at that list. I mean, it was a good performance. First off, I think second round TKO, pretty fair to say that he, he dominated a, a legend really in Shogun. Maybe maybe past his prime. Uh, but yeah, big names next for Paul Craig. You, you're looking at your your up and comers or. I mean, I was looking at the rankings earlier. Let's have a little look now, shall we, while we're there. So you've got your up-and-comers in Ryan Spann, Jim Crute, Anchor Live up again, uh, in front of him. Then you've got your Johnny Walkers, your Ozdemirs, your Anthony Smiths, your Rackiches. It's a tough one from here on out, Paul Craig, but I'm over the moon for him because uh, he deserves it and he's only getting better, I think. Again, I said last week he improves with every fight and I think he did again this weekend. He put that... Uh, previous fight against Shogun to bed 
there was a decision there. He maybe let that get away from him. There was no chance of that happening this week. So big improvements from him. And uh, yeah, like I say, it's going to be a tough one, but I'm very excited to see 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 how far he can go now. Well, he's clearly been listening because he took our advice to uh, carry on as he did in round one of the first fight, um, and he carried that into this second <laughs> fight. So no need to thank us, uh, Paul. <laughs> we're, we're here for you, son. That's it. Uh, but it's mad to think that Shogun was even ranked going into that fight. He's still ranked above Paul at the moment. He's 14. Craig is 15. Okay, so you'd expect them <laughs> to switch sort of some point this week. Hopefully. I mean, he, he looked... I mean, I love Shogun. He, I'm, you won't get a bigger fan than me. And I'm only uh, remembering his UFC days, so let alone those uh, those Pride fans out there. I'm not a Pride guy. I weren't about when that was knocking around. I was just here for his UFC tenure, and he was kicking seven bells out of people. He looked double Paul Craig's age, didn't he? A <laughs> big time. He, he looked, yeah, he looked old. He looked old. He, Craig looked so much more like an athlete, so much more in prime shape than, than Shogun. I mean, nothing away from Craig. He did exactly what he needed to do. He looked really impressive as well in the stand-up, I thought. Yeah. And, and on the ground, extremely composed. But it's such a shame to see Shogun look so so out of it. I think you could almost hear it in Rogan's voice when he see him tap into strikes there. Just uh, sad to see, really. Um, you would think it's just another one of those where Dana White's going to have to sort of have a word with the fighter, either release him or just plead with him to retire. But I don't think we're going to see that with Shogun. He's just one of those who's just going to keep on fighting and keep on fighting as and when he can. But I got. I was saying to you before we started recording, I think it's sad for uh, MMA fans who are starting to watch the USA. I don't know, what, in the last four or five years or something? And this is all they know of someone like Shogun. Yeah. Somebody's getting battered from pillar to post and comes back and wins or just gets battered from pillar to post, full stop. And it's, it's not what he's not what he's about at all. I mean, if you go back on Fight Pass, YouTube, check out some of his old wins. Um, the prior Grand Prix, the, show, uh, the Machida win, uh, both fights, in fact, because he won them. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> and it, it's the equivalent of like Adesanya looking out of shape and tapping to strikes in about 10 years' time. He was that good. He was as good as an Adesanya or a McGregor or someone like that. Um, so I think just a little bit of respect needs to be put on his name because I think a lot of people are writing him off, calling him a can and stuff. But that's a, that's a huge win for Paul Craig. So congratulations to both of them for an incredible career for Shogun, but for Craig for cracking that top 15. And the names you mentioned in the ranking, I mean, Ankalive, he, he beat already. We saw it live, didn't we? Well, I did. You didn't. You missed it going for a piss. Yeah, yeah. I saw um, most of it, just not, not the crucial that, you part. You saw the, the 14-minute through him beat. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the Jimmy Crute one, I think he'd like to get back. They're all tough fighters, but not insurmountable names to not be beaten. So we can certainly make a run. He looked impressive even as every fight goes along. He looked even better, particularly in the stand-up. So I think he's a problem. Me too, yeah. No, I agree. Before that, we had a, a cracking little fight. Tim Means up against Mike Perry. You called this one last week. Old Meansy boy, he got the win. Uh, pre pretty pretty clear win, I would say. But uh, at times, it, it was a complete war, wasn't it? I did, they were just, just animals standing there swinging toe-to-toe. -to -toe. Just left hook, right hook, left hook, right hook. It was it was madness at times, but yeah, cracking fight and a good win for Meansy. Mike Perry, not sure. Uh, I'm not sure where he's, where he can go really, Mike Perry. But um, yeah, good fight. 
he's got basic potential, isn't he? It's just you get the impressions he's quite a difficult employee to manage. You know, yes. one of those turns up late, phones in sick. One of them, he's just going to be a bit uh, difficult to manage. He's a bit of a big personality. So you hope there's a coach out there that can connect with him just on a one-to-one basis because he's got it all, all the potential. He nearly won it in the first round, didn't he? He had his back. He almost got a choke on him. He looked good there, to be fair. But mean, meansy boy was just too methodical, wasn't he? So, like you say, we did call it last week. We we need to hang on to every correct pick we get because they're <laughs> few and far between. So we'll hang on about that for the next yeah. few months. But yeah, what a fight. Animals. Another good one or a good win, Joaquin Buckley. Obviously, fresh off his, his, his highlight win not too long ago. A uh, good win for him and a little bit of beef with James Krause continued. He had a little bit to say in the press conference afterwards. So that's getting a little bit spicy now. And I'm to be honest, I'm quite up for that fight. Yeah, I mean, it's a big name in it, James Krause. He's a veteran. God knows how many fights in the UFC. Tough as old boots. This is really going to show, like, Buckley looked hard at the weekend. He looked tough. Mm. And this is really going to show his uh, his teeth, isn't it? So, yeah. yeah, excellent fight. And we've got one more that we want to get through, haven't we, on there. It was uh, another good fight while it lasted. It was the Brandon Derby. Moreno beat Roy Val. Obviously, Moreno moves on to good things here. A little bit of an injury, kind of a strange stoppage. It seems, by all accounts, that Roy Val's shoulder popped out. And I, I think you can see pictures, can't you, where you can see the um, joint, I guess, kind of in the bicep almost. It's... Uh, not, not the most pleasant, but it, it, I mean, what do you have? Like a couple of seconds left in the round, didn't he? Before the rest stopped it. I mean, I'm sure if he could have survived that, they would have popped it back in, and, and he would have carried on fighting. But as it is, Moreno got the got the finish. He, to be fair to him, he saw the saw the opportunity and he took it, didn't he? And he's got himself a title fight on a big card after that. It was much like the main event, shaping up to be a cracker. It was it was a cracker. Five minutes of just complete mayhem. Roy Val ended up on the worst of it, it seemed, though. Uh, Moreno pretty much dominated, but he was always dangerous, Roy Val, off his back. Um, loves uh, like reverse that's his, elbows. That's his style he? to a degree, isn't it, Roy Val? Yes, yeah, very much Tony Ferguson-esque. I, I sort of, uh, he reminds me of yeah. lots of spins, lots of uh, scrambles, attacks off your back, elbows. Very exciting. Pretty hittable, much like your boy Tony Ferguson as well. But, it's successful up until the weekend, unfortunately. Like you say, one second left in that round. Could have yeah. been a different story. Whether he'd been able to carry on, if he could, uh, we might be talking about a different Brandon fighting for the title. But what, what I don't understand is Moreno gets the winner. He was number one going into this weekend, whereas Perez was number four. I, why was Moreno overlooked for Perez? I mean, is this some kind of uh, campaign trail for the contender series which continues to rumble on uh, to me it seems a little bit like that it could be yeah it could be yeah they're all, they're all over it at a minute contender series and they were they're quick to say this is the first contender series person to to get a title shot so I don't know a little bit of skullduggery there maybe <laughs> all right maybe maybe but as you say I think we'll move on after that to a little bit of news All right, yeah, so a title shot has come afoot, and that is because uh, Aljamain Sterling against P- Piotr, Piotr Jan is off. Jan is out, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, that was that was going to be a cracking fight. I do like I do like Jan. I'm a big fan of him, but I'm also a massive fan of uh, Aljo. 
and this was this was his well deserved, more than well deserved opportunity here to uh, fight for the title. Unfortunately, it's off, and it's a real shame. Yeah, he's been campaigning, he's been uh, bartering for it for a long old while. You just feel like this is just another. <laughs> it's just sod's law, isn't know. it? Yeah, it's, just, it's not going for him. You feel like someone else is just going to swoop in here. You get the impression that, I don't know, like a Dillashaw might come back. and yeah. I don't know. I hope it's not a wasted opportunity for him. But we, we shall see. However, what is verbally agreed to replace it is a bit of a cracker, isn't it? It is. And just we were just talking about both these geezers. Deverson Figueredo, the big man up top, up against Brandon Moreno, coming off that good win in the Brandon Derby. I mean, I... I Hopefully, we'll get a couple of rounds of it. That's all I can say, because it, it will just be some of the most intense fighting you'll ever see, really, wouldn't it? Combined with uh, ridiculous technique as well. So, possibly possibly a better fight than Sterling Yan as well, in in kind of, you know, excitement factor, I, I would say. So, yeah, this is a good one. Yeah, I completely agree. I think it'll be fireworks for however long it lasts. I think there's big question marks over the weight issue here for both men. I mean, I don't think, don't quote me on it, Moreno, I don't think he even made the 125, I think he was 126. To turn that around in four weeks, five weeks, whatever it may be, at UFC 256, particularly for Big Dave, could be tricky. And if they do make it... It's the holiday period. It is the holiday period. Turkey all round. That's it. I don't know, you don't want to force the issue with this one. I know they want a main event for 256, but... This is a great fight. It's a good fight to showcase the flyweights. Why do it when they're both a bit sucked out, a bit a bit exhausted, a bit drained? Do, what, what's the need for the rush? Um, but on the other hand, it just shows tremendous sort of uh, minerals from both of them and tremendous confidence in the flyweight division to carry yet another pay-per-view, which is good to see, isn't it? Yeah, big time. Big time. I'm loving it. All right, so we've got another one. This was on the same card, isn't it? Big Tony mm-hmm. Ferguson up against uh, young Charles Oliveira. Massive opportunity for Oliveira. We've been talking about Sterling deserving a shot. I mean, this isn't a title shot for Charles, but uh, he deserved a big name for a while. He's put an impressive run of wins together, so uh, re- really good fight as well. And coming off the uh, last fight for Ferguson, obviously now you can you can probably see a route there for, for Oliveira getting it done. Yeah, I think you've, you've now hit the nail on the head there. He needed a big name for, for an absolute... Long old time there, ever since he got filled in by Paul Felder. That was years ago now, about three or four years ago. He's gone on a run. Didn't really quite get that big name until we beat Kevin Lee back in that bloody hell. I think it was the first non-fan event. Do you remember that one in back in Brazil at the beginning of lockdown? Yeah. Oh, that was a while ago. It ages ago now, doesn't it? It seemed weird at the time that, oh, I, I don't know if I can watch this. There's no fans. This is rubbish. But now it's just it's old hat now, isn't it? Yeah. It's weird looking back. But I think that was his statement win win it we know Kevin Lee's up and down of course but he's a tremendous talent regardless so this is a, another step up though Tony Ferguson he needs a win ASAP um, a win like this just to cut a run like Oliveira's been put together for Ferguson with Fran right back in the mix uh, on the cusp of another shot at the title well, I hope so anyway hopefully it was just a blip against Gaethje you know the, the double weight cut and all that Hopefully Ferguson comes back with a bang. He's aging, so I do hope he can get a win here to sort of finally get a proper shot at the title. Star Wars, Star Wise, Star Wars, <laughs> Star Wise. It's a tremendous, tremendous fight. I keep saying tremendous, but it is tremendous. 
tremendous. He, he remendous. <laughs> but like he, on the ground, you don't want to go to the ground if you're Tony. I know you're confident down there, but you don't mm. want to go to the ground with Oliveira. I think he's got the most submissions in history. I in believe, the world. Off the top of the dome, I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right, actually. So, excited for that one. Another one I'm excited for. Jose Aldo, Marlon Vera. Another good uh, announcement this week. And good little fight there, actually. Yeah, it's good for particularly Marlon Vera as well. Because you mm. see, like, he beats Sean O'Malley. Don't really get the credit. There's a lot of lot of chat about the injury and stuff like that. And then you hear O'Malley's going to be welcoming TJ Dillashaw back and stuff. And you think, hold on a minute. How come he managed to get that fight? But luckily... Top brass think the same, and they've given Marlon Vera his reward in a, a legend in Jose Aldo. So a win there for Vera puts him right amongst it as well. Yeah, it does, and it's interesting to see where Jose goes. You know, because he's you could probably say he's lost a step, but he's still right there. He's still picking up wins, and he's he's actually not even that old, is he, Jose Aldo? He's only like early thirties, I think. He's just been fighting since he was twelve, but. Yeah, that's a good one. Again, again, fantastic. Tremendous, even. Tremendous fights being announced this week. you got Max Holloway up against Calvin Qatar. Similar vein again. Big chance for Calvin Qatar here. He's got a massive name. Yeah, this is the big fight he's been looking for. Joe Rogan will mention it every other every <laughs> show on his podcast. He is the dark horse he in the is. 145 division. Oh, by the way, got to love Joe Rogan being back as well. I forgot to mention it earlier. Yes. Did yeah, you yeah. notice the incessant plugging in between fights on the adverts? Yeah, podcast? non-stop, wasn't it? Was it? Every break. Just every single break, there was an ad. Joe Boom Rogan, or whatever yeah. it was. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, I'll get it. But, but anyway, cool. it's good to have him back. But the 145 Dark Horse of the division, uh, Calvin Cater, this is a... He looks impressive. Big I think this is a, di- a different animal. Yeah, big time. I mean, if you ask me, Holloway won last time out against Volkanovski. Robbery's a bit too much, but I thought it's certainly 41. Um, I, I think he's just going to look to make a statement here. I hope I like both guys, but Holloway, uh, one of my favourites. So I really hope he can sort of put on a statement performance and throw himself back in. Couldn't be in another title shot, so this is, this makes sense for both. Uh, I fancy Holloway big time. And another one that might even be the maddest fight of them all. Chaos Williams, obviously he's been doing a bit recently. He's up against Michelle Pereira. Uh, he's the, he loves a little cartwheel and that, doesn't he? Whilst fighting, uh, this this is just going to be madness. This fight, um, I think it'll be a real test for Pereira. I think you'll have to, you know, I don't think Chaos Williams is going to allow him t- too much showboating. So I think it'll be a real test for Pereira. I think it's going to be a cracking fight, and literally anything could happen in this one. Yeah, I think somebody's going to get some kind of lick in it. Um, I think if he starts showboating like he normally does, he's he's in a bit of trouble, isn't he? Yeah, a toast, I think. Chaos ain't going to muck around. That's, that's just a, a mental fight. That is a tremendous tear-up. It is. It rounds rounds off that news quite nicely, I think. Some, uh, yeah, some absolute bangers, some really important ones, and uh, just a bit of a mad one at the end. So, yeah, there's your news. Not a hell of a lot of bangers this weekend, <laughs> though, is there, Joe? No, it's I'm going to be brutally honest. I'm not particularly gassed for this I'm not fully gassed no. I'm not even half gassed <laughs> Just got cheer me up cheer me up <laughs> well I think uh, seeing as we've been absolutely loving the flyweights this week I'll cheer you up by pointing to the uh, it will be the third fight I believe on the main card Amir Albazi is up against uh, Zalgas Zumagulov who I assume is Russian but yeah 
Amir Al-Bazi, 13-1 flyweight, number 15. That'll be a little cracker. That's one flying under the radar slightly, but one to keep your eye on. I reckon if you uh, give that a go, you'll, you'll be more than cheerful. Consider it done. <laughs> but yeah, main event, I, I like Derek Lewis, but I just can't see how this isn't going to be Curtis Blades taking him down for potentially 25 minutes. Yeah, it's, there's such a obvious route to victory here, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. You can see it coming a mile off. He, he throws a quick switch kick, gets taken down, and then yes, just gets beat, rinse and repeat until the fight's over. I, I don't want to be putting Lewis too down down too much, but I think unless you're Francis and Garner, Blades wins in this form every time, doesn't he? Uh, route so. one for Blades, take you down, elbow you in the face. I can't really see much there. Also, if Blades wins, what does he do next anyway? He's not going to fight Ngannou again. He's lost twice. He ain't going to fight for the title because Ngannou's there. Um, he's in a bit of a tricky spot as well, so I don't know. That's why it's hard to get infused. If he was the winner of this was going to get a title shot, it might be a little bit more spice to it. But as it is, heavyweight's in a little bit of disarray at the minute as it is anyway, let alone two, three, four in the rankings as well. So it's a little bit hard to get excited. Hopefully it's a bit of a banger, but yeah, I'm not exactly guessed. No, you know I, mean? I do think that's fair, to be honest, but uh, I'm sure it'd be an interesting one from a technical point of view. And you never know, Derek Lewis, he's had a little bit of time off, hasn't he? So he might have been, he's always had a bit of a back issue, hasn't he? He might, he might be fully fit this week, so you never know. Co-main, light heavies, Anthony Smith up against Devin Clark. I mean, I think we all like Anthony Smith, don't we? He's had a tough go of it recently. Obviously, he lost a few teeth last time out, which is never ideal. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't uh, know why I laughed at so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, go on, continue. Yeah, up against Devin Clark, who you would think is winnable. I mean, he's had some good wins, Clark. Um, but I, I want to see Smith get back on the winning trail, and I think he will, and I think he might be able to pull off a submission win here. I think a few fights ago, Devin Clark got submitted. Other than that, I think he's won, mate mainly if not only decisions in the UFC um, so I think I think it's a good one for Smith and I think he'll be looking for a submission definitely bold statement bold statement indeed yeah I, I kind of want Smithy to get back on board he's a nice bloke and he's a very good analyst and was a good well not it is a good fighter but he was on quite the run had a bit of a tough time of it hopefully he gets one over my namesake Devin Clark <laughs> yeah and I think to be honest other than that I think that, I think that wraps it up I think uh it's uh, it is what it is. It's a little, uh, it's a little dessert, isn't it? After the big one, two five five. But yeah, I think big week for Deverson Figueroa. Big, big week for the flyweights in general, in both in in both sides of the UFC as well, the the women's and the men's. So we'll yeah, look I forward mean, to I this think, one. I think the Ostovich Mazzani fight sums up this card. Oh yeah, that's Ostovich on the prelims, has a, isn't has, it? Uh, She has a losing record. Mazzani, <laughs> I think, is six and four. A combined record in ten and nine. It's good, isn't it? It, it, uh, at least be a little bit of a disguise <laughs> about why this this fight's happening. Do you know what I mean? It's just so obvious. <laughs> it is. Yeah. You can't yeah. complain, though. You can't complain. Uh, no, I'll be tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> Record. <laughs> Slow-mo. You know. Yeah. Uh, definitely. But, yeah. Yeah. It's, you, you can't have them. You can't go hard every week, Joe. We say it. You need you need a little uh, pick me up card. Uh, yeah, exactly that. I'm sure a lot of them will deliver. I reckon, it, I reckon those... it's a bit of a sleeper. I think it's a bit of a sleeper. Looking at it, they always are, aren't they? Yeah, mug yeah. it off and it's absolutely class. I mean, you, 
couple of weeks ago, and you heard of Joaquin Buckley? I haven't. Yeah. And now he's having it. Chaos yeah. Williams, same again. So yeah, exactly. This is where the names are made. So hopefully uh, some more names are on our lips come uh, Monday morning. All right, then. Well, that is it for us this week. Thank you, everyone. Thank you very much for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. We had a good time here. Uh, yeah, some great fights and some great news, exciting things on the horizon. Christmas around the corner as well, so things are looking up, I think. But uh, thank you all for listening. We are Mustard MMA. Catch us on Twitter, Instagram, Mustard MMA, the Mustard MMA. Uh, give us a follow if you can uh, like, subscribe, uh, review, rate, all that business. That'd uh, do us a lot of good. But other than that, we'll be here same time next week. Hope you can join us. Laters. Bye.